to the NFL. The Austin Eckler organized a Zoom call with some of the top running backs in the game to discuss their current financial market for their position. Nick Chubb was a part of the meeting and had a lot to say about the state of the running back position. Let's take a listen. There's really nothing we can do. We're kind of um, we're kind of handcuffed with the situation. We're the only position that our production hurts us the most. You know, if we go out there and run 2,000 yards. With so many um, carries, the next year they're going to say, you know, you're probably worn down. To go out there and do good, it hurts us at, at the end of the day. So, TJ, why do NFL running backs find themselves in this situation? Who organizes them? Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is a big reason why. And you get to this and they say, damn, Austin Eckler, why is it me? Well, Austin Eckler was undrafted, goes to Western Colorado University. Melvin Gordon wants another contract. The Chargers say no. He holds out. Austin Eckler balls out and shows not just the Chargers, but the NFL. I can be undrafted. I can be Mm -hmm. not highly thought of. And now I'm going to be the same guy that came into the league, just won an opportunity. Now I want to get paid so much money because I'm replaceable. And I've shown that these guys that are drafted in the first round or drafted high like Melvin Gordon was can be replaced by by somebody that was undrafted. And so that's the dilemma that running backs are in. Hmm. They feel like they can find a guy that can basically do what Austin Eckler did to Melvin Gordon. It's very simple. And it it sucks because it's not many guys going to come in and do what Austin Eckler did. True. But it's happened all these guys on that picture that we showed earlier, the majority of those guys were first-round picks outside of Eckler and J.K. Dobbins and Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones. So, I mean, Austin Eckler, he's trying to be a leader in this situation, and I'll credit him with that. He's trying to lead these running backs to, let's say, how, what can we do? But Nick Chubb just said it. What, basically, okay. what can we do? We are handcuffed. Unless things change, it's going to have to be a generational type run, an Adrian Peterson type dude to come into the league and change everything. If that doesn't happen, mm. it's going to be like I, this at mm. least till the CBA yeah. runs out. I, I think it's, it's a matter of like what backs are getting the deals done, right? Because if you see like the top two, top three, they're getting, they're getting their money. Like um, Kamara, Al Kamara, Kamara, and then you got um, McCaffrey. They getting their money. They got their money. So I'll be thinking like, well, why is it? Uh, um, a standstill with some of the other guys, like a Saquon or a guy like Josh Jacobs. Why is that? And then you go to all the, 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 the previous Super Bowls, right? Everybody wants to win a Super Bowl. That's the thing. It's a copycat league. So if you want a Super Bowl a certain way, we're going to copy that to try to win. That's what every sports, that's what they do. Yeah. So when I look at the Super Bowl now, it's like the last nine Super Bowls, it's only been one 1,000-yard rusher. So when they have these arguments, these, these, these guys in this front office, these GMs, these, these owners, they talk about that. Well, the one Super Bowl we want to get to, it's only been 1,000-yard rusher in the last nine years. Right. See, that's, that's, that's the bull crap because you talked about it earlier. Why do people get paid? They get paid on production, what they did, and what they're going to do. Right. So for to build my office to be great, if I have a great running back that's productive, that's why we should get paid. That's, that's what the market is. Hmm. Right? We hoping our office to be better. Despite what teams is winning championships, I know we all want to do that, but we ain't gonna have them certain quarterbacks. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. The last what? The last what? Three, four quarterbacks has been Mahomes, Brady, and um, and Stafford. Stafford. Those were some great. Those were some great quarterbacks. Every team's not gonna have that. 
Yeah, that's, that's... You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, because it's... That's when, how they when win you it. Say it. When you say it, like, okay, they haven't had a thousand-yard yeah. rusher, but, like, look look at that and name the quarterbacks and the coaches of those teams that, that have won. That's why I just said, if you talk about all the championships, especially the last four or five years, yeah. you got Mahomes twice... You got you got Tom Brady, and not only, and that. then you got Master Stafford, who's going to be a Hall of Famer. Look at the quarterbacks now that's coming in a pipeline that may win a Super Bowl. So it's just going to keep come on. Winning. But if you don't have, and we'll, we'll get to this a little bit later, if you don't have one of the top quarterbacks in the, if you don't have think, a Tom Brady, if you don't have a Patrick Mahomes, which they're on. one of ones, you do need to build your roster, and particular your offense around having a strong yes, running you game. Do. Yeah. Yes. You need but, your running back slick. But here's the thing. If you look at uh, the MVP as an example, and, and to, to answer the question, I don't think it's any one thing. I think it's a combination of things. But we have had the longest stretch in NFL history of running backs not being an MVP. Adrian Peterson is the last one to win MVP. That, that's and, not fair, Slick. No, but over the years, fair, over the years, fair. every three, four years, you would get a running back. Why? Because you had, I think you had more teams that were building their offenses around the run. But game. they weren't winning the way you want to win at the highest level. Understood, but you are, everything is skewing toward the passing game and the quarterback getting more money and being more dominant than anything when it comes to the run game. And I think one of the other elements is we've seen guys get paid. Christian McCaffrey got paid and then he got hurt. Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott got paid, and then he fell off. I think that that also sent... What about then? Nick Chubb got so, paid, still balling. Derrick Henry got paid, Should I name balling. players that, that get paid, that don't do well in other positions? That's what I wanted to talk about. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of them, too. But if you, took, if you took the balance of the running back situations across the league, and you looked at the teams that have paid top dollar for the running backs, mm-hmm. have they won? Has it taken, has that, has oh. paying that amount for that running back uh. taken them to a special place? But I think it depends on the team sure. as well. Sure, sure. Like nobody's right. talking about the Titans if Derrick Henry's not there. No one's talking about the Colts. Nobody's talking about, they're, they're, you can go down the line. You, nobody's talking about the Giants if Saquon's not there. So I, I think it's a case by case basis, especially if you're talking about winning Super Bowls. Who has won Super Bowls as of late? The greatest to ever play the game, yeah, the, yeah, the next greatest yeah. to ever play the game, and then how, how about this Hall of Matthew Fame quarterbacks? Stafford. Hall of Fame type yeah. of quarterbacks. So if you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback, you better have a run game. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> the percentages have pushed it to where I'm going to even invest. if you have a run game, and that's what you're leaning on in today's football, you're not winning a Super Bowl. Right. In today's that's, football, that's, that's exactly my you're point. not winning a Super Bowl. That's my point. If you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback and you don't have a run game, that's then you're, you're not, not, even, you're you're not, not making even, it through nope, the playoffs you don't have either. A right. You don't so have you a chance. Have, so the point is you have to have a balanced offense. But if you don't have a, if you don't have a Hall of Fame type of quarterback, right, or a really, really good quarterback, what's, what's, what's next? Got to have a good running game or you're not even going to be there. Okay. Every team is not going to have them quarterbacks I just named. They're not going to have them quarterbacks, right? Like the Detroit Lions. Hey, oh, the Detroit Lions, right? I don't say them winning the Super Bowl, but for them to go to the Super Bowl, they got to play good defense. Yeah. And run the ball. And run the ball. That is true. I think it also matters what division you play in as well. Like, you're not going to win in the AFC North without a running game. All the you're teams not going to win in, in the NFC North without a running game. That's true. All the teams that we think have a chance to win a Super Bowl, they all have a quarterback that you guys are talking about. They all have that. Right now, this but year, see, they see, all have that okay, quarterback. Hold on. See, I will argue that because I, I feel like 
if Joe Burrow, right, and all the weapons he has and how good he is, if they don't have Joe Mixon, I don't think they're doing as well. No. I'll take another one for you. The, the, uh, the Bills, if they had a running game, I think they would be a lot better. The Bengals I, I think they would win by now. You know what's man. crazy about the – we don't even know if they have a running game. They don't even try to run the ball. We don't oh, even okay, know. Oh, 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 we, we don't know. No, no, no. We're not – guess we're just saying what it has. It looks like they don't have a running game. Right? True. Yeah, the man, running game is dropping. I mean, they have, they have, they have a thousand yard <laughs> running back. Six. Well, it's, but, but, but that's what I'm going to say. No, 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 no. I'm being serious, though. You can't see the Bills winning the championship if they had a better – Running game? Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Take some of that pressure off Josh Allen? Right? The defense is balls. Stephon Diggs is going to ball. I think them turnovers happen when he's trying to compensate for not having a running game. It's the main – it's the position group we always bring up when we talk about what the Bills are missing. So the running game is needed. Them running backs is needed. Owners, <laughs> GMs, <laughs> pay them back. I don't understand how you give dividends. a guy the ball 20-plus times yeah. and then turn around and say he's worth nothing. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't know that it's, he's, he's worth nothing as much as how much do I have to pay to keep that guy? That's what it is right there. Right? Like, yep. and, and how many years do I have to give him? Because there is the concern, and we have seen it. Like Christian McCaffrey, like you used him, you used him <laughs> a ton, right? And, and then he got hurt, and you're still paying him, and he's unavailable. And so they're looking at it going, like, we'll pay a year. We'll pay a year or two. And running backs are used to they're looking at the quarterbacks and what they're getting in terms of long-term deals. And they're like, wait a minute, I'm looking for three or four. I'm looking for the security. Because I think on, on one hand, you have to know as a running back, you are running a huge risk. Like, you take a hit and you lose a quarter step, you're not the same running back. Was Ezekiel Elliott the last big deal the running back had? No, nah, um, um, the Rams running back. Uh, um, um, Girl, Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley. Uh, and last two if you look at those two deals, that could be a big reason why these owners and general managers are scared. Look, well, look, at, look at how those turned out. Yeah. Look at Ty Gurley. Look at Ezekiel. And I can name a lot of them that got big contracts that, was, that and, did and good. And it's not just those guys. You can look at but the Giants signing Kenny Galladay. That didn't work out. This is the issue. It right? happens. It I'm about to get there, though. They yeah. pay him a big money. Yeah. It's a lot of positions that, that get paid that don't do well. Like, if Daniel Jones go out here and don't play well, what they going to say? Because he, he barely was not playing well his whole career. Let's just keep it honest. He had one good year with Dayball, right? Okay, so let's say they pay him all this money. Let's say next year or this year, he don't look that good. Are we going to say we can't pay they, certain quarterbacks some money? No, they'll, they'll you get what I'm saying? They locked in. They locked in. What I'm saying is every position I can sit here and I go pinpoint a guy that got paid that didn't produce or it got is, injured. It is a very, very weird branding thing when we talk it through with running backs because I believe they're essential to winning, unless you have a Hall of Fame quarterback named Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, like, or you have an offensive genius in Sean McVay. Like, right. You're looking at outliers here when you're talking about not having the best running game. Yeah, because you have the greatest quarterback to ever touch the field playing for your team mm. that can kind of make up for not having a 1,000-yard rusher because yep. you have the next greatest in Patrick Mahomes coming along with Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. So you can do some creative things there. And I would still argue that the running game, even though it wasn't the best in the, or highly ranked, still played a pivotal role in what they yeah, were able to do. This affects yes. the position moving forward because these young kids here and see this. Oh, yeah. 
they, they here and see this. Yeah, Are they going to go play different positions yeah. now? I, 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 I believe I so. I, I believe so. But that's that's what points to what I said earlier, which is what I believe will be the real thing un, until the CBA that actually affects this, is that until they start to see, they being the owners and GMs and teams start to see that, okay, we can't just replace right. this particular running back with a committee or with this guy that we drafted in the fifth round. It's actually not working out that way because there's been an, an, a correction at the college level to, get to the talent not wanting to play that position or not leaning into it as much or being more uh, cautious because they don't want to risk their career on that position. Then that starts to affect the game at a higher level and that swings it. But I also think when it comes to the CBA, because this position has been the only position that has gone backwards in money as mm -hmm. the salary cap has gone up. There maybe just needs to be a concession on how running backs are paid earlier if they are drafted higher. Because if, if you have an outlier position like the running back and this is affecting them in an outlier way, then you have to pull that outside of this pay scale of everyone else that is drafted so that they are paid earlier to make it not fair, but, you know, I don't like that word, but to make it all make sense because they are losing money and everyone else's mm. ability to get paid is going up. And I wonder. John Robinson is the highest paid running back in the league. I know. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that's I crazy. wonder how, how much this is skewed it as well, is that we see more head coaches that are what? That are offensive minded, mm -hmm. that are offensive coordinators. Okay. The defensive, a, a, a defensive minded coach. Always wants to run the ball. Always wants to run the ball. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's time of possession, right? All of that. They're dinosaurs now. They're uh, dinosaurs. Understood. Exactly. No more. No more. To, to my point, so you have more offensive coordinators who are becoming head coaches, who are more creative, more involved in the quarterback and how we're going to be uh, progressive when it comes to our offense. And so as a result, they're looking more at the, the balance of their offense rather than fast. defending and just running the ball. And so that's skewing how offenses are operating. And then as a result, running backs don't have the same role. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and and we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jalen Brown is staying in Boston. He got the entire bag from the Celtics, agreeing to a five-year, $304 million Supermax yeah. extension. According to reports, it's the richest deal in NBA history. Brown has made the playoffs every season with Jason Tatum as his teammate, but they have not won an NBA title. That, that child support bill will be crazy, won't it? That's <laughs> 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 be a child support with $300 million, though. Get that lasso out. My God. Listen, hey, just, I almost said child. Just not put ourselves in that position. You ain't had to worry about that. Option, and we talk about that a lot, TJ. I know. Yeah. I know. know. Child-free child in 2023. <laughs> Uh, can the Celtics win a title with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Shady? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I, I think that, okay, so if, if he's getting 303 right now, right, next year, if I'm not mistaken, Jason Tatum's going to get 318 million? Uh, Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? If you, if you can't win with the roster you had last year, right, with Marcus Smart there, you, you let him go, right? Who can you win with? If I look at the NBA roster and I see, um, if I had to rank all the rosters in the NBA, 
by far last year, I feel like the, 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 the Celtics had the best mm. roster in basketball. Mm. It's the reason why everybody keeps picking them every year yeah. to win the finals, to win the championship. Mm. So when you ask me this question, I got to say no. Because now who are you going to pay then? Who are you going to get to come play with you if two dudes on the team got $300 million tied to it? And you couldn't win with a better roster last year. So I'm going to say no. But hopefully they do. It's not against my, my Sixers. Yeah, well, I don't know, I don't know if was, I can start hoping because um, that would mean the Heat wouldn't have come out of the East, so I won't go that far. But I, I do think that this duo is capable. I can't say they're not capable because they have played in the finals, mm-hmm. and we do pick them every year. They have every had year. a lot of playoff success. And I think if you can make it to a finals, I have to put you in that category, particularly mm. in the East. But I'm kind of with Shady. Mm. We're always talking about filling up the rest of the roster. Mm-hmm. They had a pretty good roster last year. Mm-hmm. And managed to come all the way back against those scrappy underdog heat and still couldn't get it done. So it's making it very interesting. But congrats. It's, it's a, that's a lot of money. It, he earned it. Yeah. But what happens now? Slick? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I don't, I don't see how considering they haven't to this point because and this is one of the great misnomers when we talk about the golden state warriors because we think of them as 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 the dynasty uh, yeah right but if you look at when they paid steph curry and when they paid clay thompson they've won exactly one championship two years ago mm-hmm. since those guys got paid the benefit that they had is Steph Curry was on a four-year, $44 million deal. That's right. That's right. Way, way below market. Clay Thompson signed a deal. He was way below market. And so they were able to add the Andre Iguodala's and the Sean Livingston's and the Mo Spates. And remember, their, their motto was strength in numbers. They had the money to build the depth. And then when that started to fall off a little bit, there was a huge influx of TV money. They were able to sign Kevin Durant as a free agent. Like, there was so much money that came in, they could sign another max player. We're not gonna, I'm not anticipating that that's going to happen anytime soon. So you're paying these guys max money, and yet just this past year, you had the defensive player of the year, Come Marcus on, Smart. Come on now. You had the sixth man of the year in Malcolm Brogdon. Right, yep. You had a second team all NBA defense Derek in White. Derek White. Yep. You got Al Horford, who's an established, accomplished big man, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get it done. So, how are you going to be able to add the pieces if those pieces weren't enough around these two guys and now you're paying max money? Right. How are you going to you be cooking, able slick. to build you that You cooking team? now. You cooking now. So this you is cooking. my thing because I, I I thought the same thing. I thought, look, they just went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Yeah. They're going to the playoffs every year. They've gone to the finals. Like, they get, they're close, right? Mm-hmm. And there's two ways that you can look at the teams that get close. One, either they just need that one last piece. piece. Okay. What is it? That one last piece, right. or there's a critical flaw in what they have and. The Phoenix Suns went to the finals, right? And then they fell off the mountain. The Utah Jazz went to the finals twice. Twice. Fell off the mountain. Like, they just didn't have that last piece. And if you're asking me which category I'd put the Boston Celtics in, it's not that they're missing that one piece. It's that there's something flawed about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as your centerpiece, most expensive pieces that is keeping you from getting there. Can they win a title? Absolutely. 
when you have two players of this caliber, they can get it done. And as you guys are talking, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, look at the players. What year was Steph Curry when he, won, when he first won his championship? What year was he in? You go look at LeBron. Look at the players when they've won their first. We talk about, oh, they haven't won it yet. Right, right. You look at the best players in the NBA right now. What year did they win their first championship? This is not easy. This is not easy. Not. And so it's a process that you have to go through. Yeah, they lost Marcus Smart. Yeah, they lost Grant Williams. But the best player, LeBron, he didn't win a championship, I believe, until year eight. Steph Curry, the same thing. Yep, and yep. so it's a process that you must go through. So when you have two of the best players on the team in the league, uh, yeah, you can win it because the process now for them should be this year and next year but the team, at that age. But the team, everything you said, I was with you until you said what you said. And the issue is, <laughs> it's the team. No, it's, no, 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 no. It's the so look, even LeBron, LeBron did all that great stuff. And I was with him. I was a witness. Ain't that his thing? The witness? Yeah. I was yep. a witness. witness. He went to the right team, and then he got the chip. Steph Curry, he got with the right team, and the right player, they got the chip. So if two dudes is making $600 million between two dudes, now, how do we get to the right team with that? You're talking the uh, team. Obviously, the team wasn't the team because Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, and they couldn't get it done with them. No, 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 so you got to make it. No, no, you're not going to do that. No, I'm Grant not saying it was on That team wasn't gonna good enough. They obviously, they weren't good enough. Did defense, they win it? Defensive player of the year. They didn't win it. Six man of the year. They didn't win it. Second team all defense. They didn't win it. But, but, but why is that? The team wasn't good enough. No, 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 no. And so the now we got to... The superstars didn't deliver when it was time to deliver. Let's why, keep it real. Why Jason would I Tatum run it back? got missing for no, no, a minute. That. Come I on that. now. But how are they going to get better? Like, you, you move... Tell you, know how, you know how you get better? The From the experience of it. The same okay. way when... Steph Curry and LeBron couldn't win a championship in years one through seven, and then finally it breaks through. Yeah, but LeBron went to Miami, which had won a championship before, and had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, yes. and brought in Chris Bosh, and Give a bunch of more. other Give great role players. Give me one more. Give me one more. One more what? Ray Allen? One more element. Well, Ray Allen was not. No, Pat, he, wanted, he wanted to cook some more. Eric Spolstra. And Eric Spolstra, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Eric so, so that's, and, and that's you're talking the, about that element. Look at what the Celtics went through before the season with exactly, the head coach yeah, situation. Exactly. Look, look at that. But that's my point, is, like, I don't have the head coach in place. Like, they've made all these moves in order to protect Joe. Well, Cole. I'm saying Tatum and Brown can get it done. I really believe it. I, you know what? I, I'm not opposed to the idea that those guys are capable of winning a championship. But they need, this is what they need. They need a playmaker. They need a true point guard, okay? This is my issue. When you're paying those two guys $300 million, Talk to how are you going to get a point guard where he's going to go, okay, look, no, you're not getting the ball now. Right. Now you're getting in that. They go, like, they go hire I'm me. orchestrating I'm play this. point guard for the Celtics. The dude's going to be like, dude, I'm making 300 mil. Right. Oh, you just got here. And then how much are you going to pay that point guard? That's a serious question, though. How much are you going to pay a How guard? are you going to pay that point but guard? What, what other option did Boston have? If you were right there... You're in the finals. You, you're in the postseason. You're you in do? the Eastern Conference Finals. You trade one of them. You trade one of them. You trade one of them, you and take, you say you're literally going to take a huge step back. Okay. Nah. Well, if, sometimes you got to take a step back to take the real step forward. Nah, that ain't. You never play. You never play Tump. You play Tump before a slick. Yeah. Like, we can sometimes play during the break. you got to break up your hand yeah. to get the right hand, hey. and that right hand is a winning hand. Celtics, <laughs> it's time. It's time. Get rid of one of them. Get some pieces for that, and then grow it get out. Get rid of one of them. They done. They, they done. They done now. What? They can't win now. 
You, I mean, you they basically, can't win now. You've, you've wed yourself to them, so you, they better get it done. They always favorite. I mean, I'm a Laker fan, so I hope they don't get it done, but I believe they can. <laughs> you're just adding it. Yeah. 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 Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Let's get back to the huge news in New York. Saquon Barkley is back. He agreed to a one-year deal with the Giants that is reportedly worth up to $11 million. The deal includes a $2 million signing bonus. And the Giants did make the playoffs last season, but lost in the divisional round. Joe. Yes, what are your expectations for the Giants now that Saquon Barkley is back? Um, I don't really have too many high expectations on the Giants. I mean, I love Saquon. <laughs> it has nothing to do with him. It's just, you know, Daniel Jones. Um, I think that they're going to just run him through the ground this year, too. Um, him getting that contract of $11 million when it was a 10.1 tag at first, I think it's kind of just disrespectful. And at the end of the day, I think Saquon's a, such a good dude. He's not going to come in there and make any animosity to, to Daniel Jones, not make anything weird, but... When you know that you're the best player on the team and you feel disrespected, that's just something that's going to carry on them a little bit. So I think against the coaches, I think the coaching staff, maybe not so much, but upper management, they have nothing to say to Saquon or I would have nothing to say to them. But I'm going to go out there and ball out because that's what I do. And I think he feels like he's the best running back in the league. So stats and all of that is not going to affect how he goes out and plays. But in his heart of hearts, I don't have nothing to talk to. I don't have nothing to talk to you all about, honestly. I guess my expectations were only going to change if Saquon wasn't there. But Saquon still has some years to play, so right. I'm with you. He's not going to, like, sabotage the team. There's oh, going to no. be some weird energy because he's not being compensated properly, but I still think he's going to go out and play. I just – I don't think that the Giants had a great regular season last year. Like, winning – going as far as they did in the playoffs was impressive, but mm-hmm. it's almost like we're grading them on a curve. Do we think they're going to get better this year? Or was this just a pop and Daniel Jones got paid and, and yeah. now what? I just don't yeah. think that Daniel Jones – is that good of a quarterback? I think he had a nice season last year. Right. But I watched Saquon win a lot of those games. He threw for 15 touchdowns and five interceptions. That's not too that, impressive. But that's that's like for, for a 40 ball a year. I don't know. 40 million a year. For I'm that. doing that in two games in Madden. 15 <laughs> touchdowns. Easy. I think two so games. Two games I'm throwing for 15 <laughs> touchdowns in two games. That ain't nothing for real. Not batted. Shady, what do, what do you think the expectations? We were just, just watching how um was going for Aaron Rodgers and his, yeah. his best year. 40 touchdowns and like five picks? Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think for the Giants, a, a, a good season for them will be the same as last year, right? Yeah. I don't see them having, like, like a, a super big jump. I do think that the, the team will be better because I think Brian Dayball is a hell of a coach. I had him in Buffalo. I see what he can do. Mm-hmm. You see what he could do. The things he did with, with Josh Allen translate the same thing to uh, Daniel Jones. So I, I think that the offense will be better. You know, the secondness in the offense, right, you get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But just overall as a team, the talent. I don't look at the Giants like they scare anybody. And I feel like when they played the, the Vikings, it's like, oh, oh, they won? It was, it was like a surprise. Yeah. So if I had to give them a grade of how they would do now that Saquon's back on the team, I say it's the same. I say it's the same. Expectations for me, you got to at least 
do what you did last year. Right. You, you have to do the same thing at least. Now, I do expect them to be slightly better because Daniel Jones, going into last season, he was unsure of himself. He will play with a little more confidence, one, off the contract that they, he's been given, and here, we're not the only one. Everybody has something, I would say, negative to say about why did he get this contract. That should drive him and push him. But what needs to happen is this. Dable needs to bring St. Quan in the office and talk to him because you want to let him know how much he means to the team regardless of what just happened and what's transpired with your contract and this franchise tag situation. That needs to happen so that you can put him at ease. The offense is going to run through him. Can Daniel Jones be better? He has no choice but to be. When you make over 40, he has no choice but to be. And they will scare some guys somewhat on offense because it's the second year in the system. Jalen Hyatt, the rookie from Tennessee, is going to have to be their deep threat. And so they'll be better because the coaches know the players what they can and can't do. But Daniel Jones must play better. I believe he will play better just because of what he's been given in the criticism. Uh, I just, I don't He it. has to be better but than he's, that. We've been criticizing Daniel Jones, though. Like, we were criticizing Daniel Jones when he got drafted. But he didn't have this type of coach either. <laughs> like, everyone was like, what just happened? Uh, yes, he does have a better coach. Yes. But, like, we're, we're saying a lot of, like, wishing and hoping and has to be. Yeah, like, like, is he actually capable of that? Joy, like, you could be as confident as you want. Joy, if you give somebody 40-plus million, yeah, there's been no over, way. People have been overpaid before. Hey, hey Joe, it's crazy because he's talking about, oh, you know, Dave Boss going to bring him in the office and talk to him. And, he got to. Hey, let's listen. Talk is cool, but the money you gave Daniel Jones lets me know that this talk don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing, though. You want to talk to me? He, you done gave this dude 40 million. And, 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 you, know and, what you, and, and you gave me a little 10 And piece, you know what Dave million dollars. Was this wasn't my doing. Just so you okay. know, this, yeah. you, you already know that. Yeah. This wasn't for me. You want to hear that? No, you don't want to hear it. But it, you it, believe that? Nah. Okay. <laughs> he may. He may. I don't know. Saquon may. It, ha- it needs to be said so that everything is out in the open. I don't know Saquon, so maybe he's cool. Maybe he's cool with he the nine hundred thousand in incentives. He seems smart. If, if he's, he's okay with kid. that, then mm-hmm. you don't need to sit him down. But if he's not okay, Brian Dable needs to sit him down and just let him know. You are a guy. I wish you could have got what you wanted. Boom, boom. This is what I need from you. Hope I'm a pound the table for you to get paid. Every coach will tell you that. Oh, yeah. They not tell you that. Unless they love. I want you to make all the money yeah, you can make, whether it's here or somewhere else. Whether it's here or somewhere else. But, Joe, do you expect Daniel Jones to take a step up this year just because he was paid? Uh, no. I, mean, I, I, I hope he does. I hope he does. Just, well, for, yeah, for, no, for, yeah, nobody's like hoping for, he does. For, for I Saquon, expect him to make Saquon's a job. I hope that, you know, just hand the ball off and just... <laughs> oh. No, I know, no, just so you can get the safeties up and then we take some shots downfield. But honestly, I don't see him as the... He's, he make, this, he's making $40 million. That's a franchise-type quarterback money. Right. He should be able to produce. He should be able to make better numbers than 15 and 5. I just don't know how. Yeah. Also, and I wonder if they're going to, like... Just, open up the playbook more for him because he's mm-hmm. paid, That's if true. that is the yeah. best Yeah, they got to see what they got. Choice. See you what they got. Do you have to see yeah. what you got? I mean, Sometimes that backfires. I know. Yeah. I thought they would have figured it out before they gave him the, the deal, though. Well, they might not, because you heard what McCarthy said, uh, McCarthy said with, with Dak, he wants to run the ball more, and you know, he makes a lot of money, so they might try to protect him <laughs> the same way, same division. It might be, might be able to something. Oh. Let's get to the big news. 
news in the NFL, Justin Herbert and the Chargers have reportedly agreed to terms on a five-year contract extension, just over $262 million. The deal makes him the highest paid player per year. But remember, the Chargers have not won a playoff game since he's been the starter. Mm. Rick Buger joining us now. Rick, I have a feeling. Mm. Oh, yeah. We got it. There we go. I believe that. We, we, got, it. we got it. Very nice. And the ball. What's the ceiling for Justin Herbert and the Chargers this season? AFC championship game is the absolute top. And and for that to happen, a lot has to go right, um, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. I'm not worried about them offensively. Adding Quentin Johnson Mm. uh, to that offense, if Keenan Allen and those guys are healthy, Austin Eckler, like they got everything they need on that end. Defensively, the run defense wasn't that great. And Draft-wise, they really didn't do a whole lot to upgrade it. They had some injuries in the secondary. And I believe, honestly, the AFC, I'm, not, I'm less worried about the run defense, actually, because I don't know who's going to run in the, in the AFC. Right, right, it's right. Going, it's it's going to be an air show, right? And so it's really a matter of whether their secondary comes through or not. But uh, knocking off either the Chiefs or the Bengals to get to the AFC championship game, that to me is – that would be – wildly successful, but I think that's about as far as they could go. Shady? They got to win a playoff game for me, right? When I look at this team on paper, this is a perfect team on paper. But then when I I watch them, what they do, I mean, they were in the playoffs last year, and they were almost up to, what, 30 points and lost. Mm. So it lets me know, let me pump my brakes for a second. I I think sometimes we get so hyped when we see the names, the the trades, these moves, the quarterbacks, the the, the the D-linemen they have, the wide receivers, the running. Like, they got so much, the safeties, they have so much new quarterbacks. They spent so much money last year, and for each, I'm like, wow, this team is legit. And then you watch them play. Who do you put that collapse on? The, whole, the whole team. I'll put it on the whole team. Hmm. You know, guys are hurt, right? They come back. The, the, the backups don't play well. Or, or the coaches. He should have sat uh, Mike Williams. Remember that? He got hurt. He didn't, he didn't sit him. Yeah. The coaches, hmm. some of them going for the fourth down. I, I, I could go point the finger at everybody. Justin Herbert. You're the quarterback. You up by 27 points, 28 points, and you still lose? That's on you. The defense, I got to get at least one stop in the second half against the Jaguars. So I put the blame on everybody. That's why I say winning a, a playoff game, I think once that happens, you take it from there, and they gradually get better and better and better. Because this is a great team on paper, but we got to see it. I, I think they have a Super Bowl type of roster. They I'm, definitely do. I'm, I'm kind of with both of you, though. I need to see them win a playoff game, and AFC Championship is probably the realistic ceiling. But – you know, we got to play the games. Stuff happens. Somebody's going to get injured. There's going to be something that happens in the middle of the season. And in order to get to a Super Bowl, even though you do have to be great and have a great season, things have to break your way. And in the AFC, there's going to be great teams, yeah. a, a lot of great teams that don't make the AFC championship game because there's only going to be two. And we've already penciled in the Chiefs. So, <laughs> so who else is going to be there? Right. So right. I, I think they're capable of getting to a Super Bowl. But there's a lot of steps they have to take along the way. Now, we know, TJ, you're very high, very high in the Chargers. I am. What do you, 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 got little, what, you got a little Chargers blue on, little Chargers what, powder what's blue today. The ceiling, the ceiling is the Super Bowl because – Super Bowl win? Nah. The seed, they, it's possible. They have the talent. But when you sign J.C. Jackson to mm. a huge free agent deal, mm-hmm. he doesn't play the way he played in years past, and then he gets hurt. Mm. Bosa was out an extended period of time on defense. Derwin James missed some games. Later to tackle, missed some games. When when you look at their team, both receivers, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, both missed time. Mm -hmm. When you look at it, they need their best players to be available. 
And if they are available, the ceiling is a Super Bowl because when you go from position to position, they don't have a weakness. Yeah, they don't. Look, they, they don't, don't have they a don't. weakness at any position. Guys got to stay healthy. Kellen, Kellen Moore should help Justin Herbert. I believe Kellen Moore is that good of an offensive coach that he should help him. He threw basic – Justin Herbert threw 699 times last year. Yeah. That's a lot of passes. So can they run the ball a little better? Can that offensive line stay healthy? But to me, the ceiling is the Super Bowl because when I look at their team on paper, I don't see a weakness. Yeah, and it's not just that they across the board, but in the most important positions, they got game changers, right? You got it at the quarterback. You got it. You can, you can rush, right? You've got the receiver. Like, two edge rushers and Quill Mack and Bosa. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Bookings. Exactly. So yes. it's like yes. at all the positions you need to, to make big plays at big moments – they have that talent. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Actually, I, the guy that I would point to, I think the guy who's on the clock is, is Staley. Oh, is Staley, yeah. yeah. Because to yeah. the point, like, all the talent is there. And when you have a lead that big and you can't protect that or you can't get another score off, whatever which way you want to go, you can't manipulate that game. To somehow come out ahead when you've spotted yourself that when kind of lead. When you're a defensive coach, somehow, some way, you got, I mean, we saw what happened to Dan Quinn with, with the Falcons yes. when that happened oh, in the yes, Super yes, Bowl, yes, right? Yes, like, yeah. you, you immediately go, dude, you, you have to be able to scheme something to slow you them down enough. One, one, stop. Stop. one stop. Exactly. Uh, well, that being said, I, I mean, how disappointing will it be if they don't even make the playoffs? Mm. Oof. If they, don't make the playoffs, if they don't make the playoffs, I mean, it's not imaginable, of course, especially since you're, you're you got a bunch of families looking now. for they knew they're gonna be living in a new uh, zip code. <laughs> I thought State was gonna get fired last year. I think there was after, after I don't that, think that, that was out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. I, mean, I, like, I like it, so I didn't want them to get fired, but I thought it would be just how to how they to, don't have the easiest division. They play the Chiefs twice. Everybody that, assumes the Broncos yeah, are going to be better. I don't know that it's gotten any easier. I don't no. think it's out of the realm of – look, th- when you look at the AFC, there is, there's going to be a team that doesn't make the playoffs. So you're like, that is a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. That is a legitimate team. Now, I'm, I'm not preaching this for Chargers fans. I know everyone is getting a little, a little sensitive about this. But I do think that the expectations have changed a little bit, especially since now that he's, he's been paid. They also, if you look at their schedule – they, I think they have the seventh toughest schedule mm. in the Man, entire league. Man, this is the National Football League. Everybody. No, no, no. Play. But I know. But they got a they got a four week they got a four week window where they play the right Chargers, there. the Cow, or excuse me, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Jets in that four week period, right in the right middle there. The that to me yeah, is that, buy, yeah. that's where we're going to find out exactly what they're all about. In that, in that you ain't even named the Bears, so you don't, you don't, you think that's no, just that's a little the, gimme. No, that's, that's like a bye That's week. a little gimme, huh? Yeah. That's like a bye week. <laughs> I think the Bears could be a little bit better this season. Okay. But they, but they potentially, though, I mean, they could go, what, three and one the first four games? Yeah, no, no, no. The start, right? they, they can get out of the gate, okay? So then, and then if you, I guess... I'm telling you, I'm just in terms of what yeah, they're no, able to do no, postseason. Yeah. Right. That right past that bye week. Oh, you got a point. You yeah. go into that stretch. We're gonna find out just what quality they have. And this is That's the thing. Point, though. That's a good point. Yeah. When you start off pretty well to, to a season, mm. it's just you walking around the confidence, the locker room, the practice field with a feel kind of confidence. Yeah. You just feel good. Like, it doesn't matter what's going on. You feel like you're gonna win. 
getting off to a good start in their first four games. Like, if they can go I mean, three and one, I mean, you know how they're going to feel? Yeah. So this is, why, this is why I like the Chargers more than I like the Jets because the Jets coming out of the gate, in terms of teams like making the playoffs, if we're, if we're given that credit, right, how you feel getting out of the gate, the Jets, it's murderous. Hey, you know what what's bad, though, out. is as a player, I don't want an early bye week. I don't want my bye week week five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. But if I can go three and one, bye week, play the Cowboys, we, I feel good about that. I yeah. feel good about having a bye week going to play the Cowboys. I feel good about So you could yeah. possibly be four and one, maybe five yeah. and oh. You start off like that, you feel invincible. Compared yeah. to trying to, man, we just got to get one win, man. Yes. I've been there on that right. team. Yes. Man, we just got to find a way to get one win compared to going there three and one. Now, you got a point there. You got a point there. Rick, did you have an issue with the Chargers making Justin Herbert the highest paid quarterback? I don't. I, I, I don't see. That's his boy. Well, no, it's not my boy. <laughs> okay. But, look, first three years, he's thrown for more yardage uh, than anybody in their first three years. Nah, he Second in TDs, right? Yeah. And. As much as we want to bag on and have bagged on him on this show, um, look, they dealt with a lot of injuries last year. If I'm not mistaken, he was dealing with a rib uh, injury. And he finished that game. And he finished that game. That was big for me. Okay. You know, watching quarterback, watching that series, and watching what Patrick Mahomes did to uh, to play, you have to know that that Herbert was doing the exact same thing to be able to play uh, with that rib injury. Mm -hmm. So all of that, I, I just... I, I believe in Justin Herbert's ability, and there's no everything that he's shown us to this point. You got to believe that he can be one of the, the the top two or three quarterbacks in the league. I agree. With you. I mean, I think it's just a matter of going out and doing it. Now you've been paid, you've got the talent yep. on paper, yep. and uh, at this point in the uh, off season, on paper is all we got. And Keelan Moore, I think he's gonna help him out tremendously. Keelan Moore, Keelan Moore, I'm sorry, Keelan Moore. Aaron Rodgers was in Green Bay for 18 seasons, but now it's all about Jordan Love. But former Packers quarterback reached out to Jordan Love before he started training camp. Let's take a listen. Aaron reached out to me last night, and that's exactly what he said. Yeah, he said, just be yourself, have fun, enjoy it. Um, you know, it's obviously my time now, and he just said, you know, be yourself. Aww. Aww. Aaron. So sweet. You shouldn't have. That's so sweet. Choker you. <laughs> Those are teammates. What do you think, Jay? You think that's nice? He's a new man. I told you that. He's, he's like that, the grandpa now. Went from the dad being all strict mm-hmm. to the grandpa. He cares. Jordan Love, go out there and have a great year, man. Put them guys wrong. I think it's, I think it's very nice of Aaron. Mm-hmm. Brett did it. I did it. You can do it. <laughs> I mean, look, look, you know, maybe Aaron is, again, maybe he's like, he, you know, he did the darkness, darkness retreat. This is great advertising for the darkness retreat. He's come out. A new man. He has emerged into the lights, a phoenix risen from the ashes, and he is transformed. Yeah, maybe. Like he just has all this, yeah, he has all this love, yeah, he has like all this love to give. He just has like come so- down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments. Like something biblical. And, you know, he's glowing. It's Moses like Rogers. It's, yeah. Oh. oh this Rogers. You're not, you're not buying it, Slink? I love it. Uh, I love it. Oh, this is all part of the Aaron Rodgers plan. All part of the Aaron Rodgers plan. Man, you give an Aaron a lot of a ton. I, you know, credit. I, I, and for anybody out there who thinks I might be putting on my tinfoil hat, I got oh, a little know, conspiracy got theory yeah, going yes, on yes. here. Uh, but look, I think this is all part of the calculation. Because how if, if Aaron Rodgers wants to be a success with the New York Jets and he wants the uh, Green Bay Packers to fail as a result of drafting Jordan Love, well, one, 
I uh, want to make sure everybody's clear. This isn't about Jordan Love. Jordan, we're, we're cool. I don't blame you. It's not your fault you got drafted. But you know what, Jordan? Just be yourself. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Like, is that going to motivate? Oh, so he's is disarming that, Is that going to motivate Jordan Love? Is Jordan Love going to be like, I got to show Aaron. I got to show that I can play, that they're not going to miss Aaron Rodgers. No, he's like, oh, I'm just going to have fun. Even, even Aaron thinks I mean, I'm, Jordan's still going to try. Gonna good. Well, oh, yeah, there's, gonna, there's good. more news with Aaron in New York, and he just made major moves with the team's salary cap. He has reportedly restructured his contract, taking a pay cut of around $35 million over the next two seasons. So, Slick, you were alluding to it, but it's it's just part of the the plan. This is a part of the whole plan. Let me disarm Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Let me give the New York Jets some money back in order to build up the team around me. me. And let me show the Green Bay Packers that I'm willing to do whatever is necessary that I haven't, like, that I didn't do since they drafted Jordan Love. I didn't try to convince Devontae Adams to stay. I didn't go to OTAs. Uh, I didn't engage the young players and try to bring them along. Like, come on. Like, are you guys really, are you really, are you telling just, me I hear you're you. buying I'm that Aaron like, Rodgers has, lot, like, a, transformed himself and he's just a brand new person? It's a Buscemi list with the lipstick of, like, guys to kill off to get to the final level to defeat the final boss of the Green Bay Packers. TJ? This, is this the new Aaron Rodgers? This is who he always has been. Like, mm. He was fed up with Green Bay, and he didn't care. He was fed up with them. So when you fed up, I'm not going above and beyond for anything. I'm going to do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to OTAs because I'm not required. And I'm going to do the bare minimum. He didn't like what was going on in Green Bay, and he showed that, and he probably voiced. The fact that he's reaching out to Jordan Love, I guarantee that made Jordan Love feel good. Absolutely. The fact Absolutely. that he showed love yeah. to Jordan Love. You don't have to. That, no. Yeah. And so I don't. After today, Jordan Love ain't going to think about that. He's not going to think about Aaron Rodgers reaching, oh, I got to make sure I play well because Aaron sent me. To, he got to go out there and ball for himself, his teammates, his family, and the Green Bay Packers organization. Aaron Rodgers has been paid in a light that I'm not sure he should have been painted in. When you look at the way Green Bay is doing things, you said it earlier, you're going to draft Jordan Love and not give me a heads up, like, really? And think I'm going to be cool with that. You think I'm going to be cool with you drafting my replacement and I still think I can play. Oh. We as athletes, yeah. we take that personal. Yeah. Like, really. So, so there's nothing with so, Green Bay that I got love for except for my teammates. So that's, that's what I'm it. saying. That's what I'm saying. The but resent- this is who he's always been. Y'all trying to act like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is just this guy where... No, no, no. He what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is what's... <laughs> what I'm saying is the so motivation... His, his young receivers last year? Yeah. Man, he looked new to me. He, yeah, He's exactly. his receivers now? Did, yeah, come and, on. And what's the motivation? Like, what would motivate him to do all these things that he wasn't willing to do before? I mean, look, I hear you, okay? You at the end of an exhausting relationship, you're not trying to do nothing, you're not buying no flowers, you're not on time, you're putting in no effort, right. and then you get in the new one and you're excited. And it's, no, 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 no. It's not even things that you were capable of, but you couldn't do it because it's so frustrating. I hear you, but and I get it. People put a lot of petty effort into, I mean, it couldn't be me, but people put a lot of effort into to making the, their past situations suffer through manipulation of their current situation. I hear you. But Aaron still has to go out and win for any oh, of for this sure. to matter. For sure, for sure, for sure. But to your point, like in the, it, it, in the relationship, 
you're always getting dogged. Like, you didn't buy me flowers. We ain't going out. You don't clean up the house. Like, da 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 right? All that stuff, right? And you're thinking, right. yeah, well, you know what? You treat me a little bit different than I'm out of doing. So you go into the next relationship, and you start doing all of those things. Just and it's side? like, yeah, because you know what? I'm that... being treat, treated. No, just is a new one. There's oh, another side, okay, the new. Oh, okay, okay. But, but, short but, hey, we all watch quarterback, right? Yeah. We all, we all saw that. What did Patrick Mahomes say that he always tells the defensive Lineman, oh, I'm rushing him. Just right? so they don't hit him a little harder. Yeah, no, huh? don't hit. Hey, dog. Right. Nice, nice job. job. Good job. Nice job. Right. right? Yeah. Good job. Right. Good job, dog. Great job, dog. That's what Aaron Rodgers is doing with with Jordan Love. Like, hey, man. Hey, man. You're doing a great job. Hey, just enjoy yourself. Don't worry he about really it. He really wants him to succeed. He really like player to player. <laughs> yeah. Come I don't on. Know. When I left a team, I wanted all the dudes that I was cool with to, to do play well. well. I truly did. I want him to play well because I want him to get paid. Why didn't, want... he, why didn't he engage Jordan Love when he was there then? Because well, we... because that was his competition then. Jordan Love is not his Aaron competition didn't have now. A competition. No, but like in theory, they in drafted essence, him. Like, in... yeah. Like you on the same I team. That's I don't, I don't They tried to replace him. That's what I'm saying. He's a new guy. When you, when you left Philly, who was the running back? When you left, who took over? Oh, I didn't know him that well. <laughs> um, Marco Mary. Okay. They thought they oh. could do what I could do. And they realized they was wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say that. I just, honestly, it was, it was an issue. They paid him, too, right? I, I mean, they ain't paying me. They was paying me. Right. They paid, no, no, they no. But they, but they, they, like, they took him to Dallas because they kind of gave him with Dallas. What yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, he, he did great at Dallas. He, I think he led the league in rushing. I was third. He was first. Um, and then he went to the Eagles. And then you see what happened. Uh, but did you text him good luck when you... I don't, I don't know the, the gentleman oh. that well. I know him a little bit. I, I mean, I guess the conversation is, like, is Aaron doing all this because he really is truly a new man and he is enjoying his, his twilight years with a new yeah. organization and this he's leaning young. into having a good why time in New why York? Can't people change? Or is all this just uh, calculated to make make the, the Packers look bad? giving him a lot I of think credit. that he's in a... He, it's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a solid changed. conspiracy. It's not, uh, it's, it's not completely off the board, which is how conspiracies work. But I, I personally think that he's just in a new situation. And particularly because this isn't his, like, third or fourth team. This is, he spent his entire career with one organization, a legacy organization, yeah. where he was the face from the moment that he started. And now he is not just with a new team, a new team in New York, where he is the focal point of a team that is expected to do really well this year. Yes, this in the media capital of the world. And the media cover of the country, and he's this is a lot. There's a lot happening. So there's different eyeballs. There's different expectations. If things didn't go wrong in Green Bay, wasn't nobody's dragging him in Green Bay? It wasn't Aaron Rodgers' fault. If things go wrong in New York, it will be Aaron Rodgers' fault. It is a very different situation. I think he's just leaning in. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's a changed man. I don't know. Sometimes people can't change. wait till September. I can't wait. What matters in Dallas? Dak Prescott. And if he throws interceptions, the Cowboys quarterback is coming off a career high 15 interceptions. But it's a new season and Dak is confident he can turn the page. Let's take a listen. I'm not going to stop being aggressive. Uh, Ten or tipped, whatever, whatever you say it is. Um, I am going to lessen my interception numbers. I am going to lessen my interception numbers. Uh, that is a guaranteed. Guarantees. I guarantee it, Shady. Do you I, like him guaranteeing lesser interceptions? I need one favor. Can I go last? Okay. I just want to hear what these young gentlemen okay. have to say. TJ? Hmm. Well, I'll go. I, I don't like the guarantee. Just go play. You don't have I guarantee. This isn't who you've been to be a turnover. He's not Jameis Winston. Hmm. You don't turn the ball over. You don't throw a ton of interceptions. Right. He threw 15. 
I know at least four of them were tip passes that went off the receiver's hands, so maybe now that's down to 11. You don't have to go out there and say, hey, I guarantee, yeah, that he did. Do you know Dave Hellman? You ever hear, you know who that is? Yeah, I know who that is. Hi, Dave. You guys, you guys cool? <laughs> no, no. You guys are I cool. I don't know him like You that. guys are cool. Him. I just know him from the wow. show. Wow. Sorry. No. Carry on. I'm sorry. He used so, to sit in that chair. Like, he used to sit in that chair? He would say similar things about the interception. It's, I and, think and it's very eerie. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, you got the Cowboys on today. Crazy, yo. Yeah, you just got to watch the game. And that's what happened. <laughs> like, I, I don't like the fact that you're going to come out here and say it. Just go play football. Because when you guarantee this, it's like, are you going to be the checkdown king now? You're going to be nervous and not be as aggressive when you should be because mm, you're thinking mm, about it. I told mm, everybody that I'm not going to have as many interceptions. When you throw an interception in one game, are you going to be gun-shy moving forward after? You just got to go play football. On, what me. happened last year isn't what you've done your entire career, so I, I don't like it. But ultimately, you got to go. I mean, there's you go look at this right here. Peyton Manning, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. He threw 28 picks his rookie year. We talking about, 20, I don't know. Okay. He no, talking no, no, about no, his rookie. No, this is what I'm saying. And in the following year, it was 15. You can go down the oh, list. He's talking about his rookie year, Peyton Manning. No, no, no. Phillip Rivers in yo, his. Oh, yo, my Phillip man. Rivers in like his 16th year. So now he's going to so no, no. talk about greats now. No, now no. he's talking about greats compared to. What I'm saying is you can have a year of high turnovers and then the following year it not be as high. That's my point. You don't have to go out here and guarantee it. I don't believe Dak Prescott is going to turn the ball over a ton. The fact that he's guaranteeing it, I don't like it because I believe he's going to play a little gun shy now at times if he starts to throw interceptions. Yeah. All right. This is terrible. Y'all. Go ahead, Derek. Look, Dak's got to be aware that he threw, that he led the league in interceptions last year. That's not, that's not a surprise he that knows. he would be conscious of that and that he might comment on that. My, my own, so I don't, I don't want to make too big of a deal with this. The fact that he would talk about it is understandable. What I don't like is taking a specific statistic and, sh- and, and putting a spotlight on it. Like, this is my goal, not to do this thing. Dude, if you throw, just make more winning plays than losing plays. If you throw freaking two interceptions and you throw five TDs, like, and you win the game, I don't care how many interceptions you throw. The problem was the ratio was all screwed up and the kind of interceptions that he threw, were, which were... Outside of you want to take the six away, the, whatever. There were still a lot of inexplicable <clears throat> reads and interceptions as a result. You know that's going to happen at times, though. They're, going, they're human. And, and they're going to make bad reads. That's exactly Go it. Ahead. But that's exactly it. So why are we making a big deal about interceptions in particular? He's already brought up the idea that they weren't all on him anyway. So if they're not all on you, you really don't have control over how many interceptions you're going to. I just, I don't like putting the, the like, the attention on one specific thing when it's about winning, winning games and getting the Cowboys where you want to go as opposed to, like, I'm going to be efficient. This is like in, in the NBA when a guy's worried about, like, I'm shooting over 50%. Dude, I don't care. You shoot over 50%, you lose? Mm. I, like, I'm not taking off the responsibility mm. of winning or losing the game because, because you were efficient. It's very meow. It's very... Mm. Very new Dak. We're talking a lot mm. about a new Aaron Rodgers. Very new Dak. Dak always takes the high road. This is a great guy. He ne- well, he does. He doesn't. He never doesn't play into the noise. This is this, you are you're hearing the noise if you're responding to something like this. I'm mm. with you. What's the value in highlighting interceptions specifically? Matthew Stafford threw the most interceptions in the league the year that they won the Super Bowl. Who cares? People bring it up. I'm like, and 
Who cares? They're going to put a little asterisk next to it. Buddy threw a bunch of interceptions. He didn't throw them when it mattered. Right. He didn't make those bad reads when it mattered. It's all about when it matters. Really, as, as inefficient as, as Dak was with these interceptions, if he had won that game and they'd gone to the NFC Championship game, who cares? Yeah, the true. problem is yeah. you, you can say all interceptions aren't created equal and all turnovers aren't created equal where and when you do it. It does matter, right? The problem is the ones that he threw mattered. Like mm. they're game-changing turnovers. They're in crucial moments in the postseason. So I don't, I don't like that Dak is leaning into the noise about it because it's, it's showing that this is going to be something that he, is in his mind now. Mm. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be. That's, that's when you really start pressing, pressing or seeing yep. ghosts yep. or worrying about something. that it Just to your point, if you throw three touchdowns and two interceptions, you win the game. Who cares? Right. It's right. not about what D- Dak's statistics. It's about wins and losses, particularly in the postseason. Carson would be embarrassed, that's what TJ said today. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> you said a, a, a great point because, like, when you, when you say these things in the media, I've been there. I've, I didn't really fumble the ball a lot, but I had spurts where I might let the ball go, and I, I was carried the ball a little loose. But when that happens and you speak about it in the media, that means it's on your mind. Mm. So now I couldn't really, sometimes I couldn't really run the way I wanted to run because I had the ball so tough because it's in my mind of me, of me fumbling. Where I can see Dak pacing. I mean, for him to say that, like, it means something. Yeah. And, and listen, my mom, she taught me to never cause people liars. That, that was her thing. Don't call nobody no liar. But I, I think Dak's lying to us. I think so? he going to throw picks. That's what he going to do. I feel like he's going to throw picks. The lie to me is, the lie to me is, I'm going to be as aggressive as ever. And I was about to get but that. But I'm not going to throw interceptions. My thing is, so, okay, you had a bad year last year. You, you, had, you had three pick sixes. That's, that's, that's extreme to even know that. But anyway, he says that, yo, I'm still going to be aggressive. I'm still going to go out there and fire the ball. He said that. And you bring in, like, a, a number one slash receiver with Brandon Cooks, thousand-yard receiver. So we're going we gonna to throw this ball. Pollard's coming off a, a, a broken ankle. Am I correct? We're going to throw this ball still. Mm. I don't care what nobody says. I know football. You pay this dude $100 million, right? 40 a year. You're running back. You just, you just tag for $10 million. He's just getting over his injury. You bring in a, a, a top wide receiver. You're going to throw, throw the pill. And on that, I don't see him just going out there, just dotting dudes up, not throwing picks mm. when you're speaking on it in the media. How can you say that, though? But his career, he's never been that. It's one year. Why is Coach told me this, man? Is what have you done for me lately? And lately, what has he done? See, you know what you're doing? When I was a kid, and I did like clean up. My dad would, like clean up the room. I would like put everything underneath the bed. You know what I'm saying? Hoping that I could cover up, he won't see it. Or, 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 or some of my dirty clothes, put it over the mat, the, the, um, the, um, the bed sheet. So he won't. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. You're trying to hide it. <laughs> but eventually, it's going to come out. He would get on his knees, look under the bed, and he would see. What's wrong with this underneath the bed? Picks and Dax kids. So that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. That's what I'm telling you. Don't do that. What he did, even like, and like, like you talked about like picks. <laughs> it's one thing to throw picks, another thing to throw picks and still win games. Right. Right? You're going to be a little mad, but you're going to be, we won the game. Just like a game where you're playing terrible, but we win, you like, Whew. But when I look at the Cowboys, all the close games, all the big, big moment games that they lose, it re- it's the reason why is because of Dak's picks. Well, also, just particularly for this type of a guarantee, I feel Dak, like when he, he made a little joke about the tips and all that, you can ha- say you, you have 
13 picks on the season, which he did in 2017. Yeah, one of them right? years. Yeah. Right. You, so you, have, you have 13 picks. There's two games left in the season. And you have one terrible game, but you end up still making the playoffs. Right. Well, now all we're talking about is how, how, how many picks he threw because he had mm. some three-interception game that blew his, his number from last year. Like, this is guaranteeing things in sports, unless you're Joe Namath, generally <laughs> doesn't end up putting you in a good situation. To your point, this, this is not Dak at his best as a, at, in talking to the media. Like, Dak has always been able to maneuver around. Because, look, he is Cowboys good at that. He's so really good at that. Good at right? it. He's the always Cowboys been a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry's always been good at that. Yep. And what I've heard, the latest comments by Jerry and the latest comments by Dak, like, there's a shift here in how everybody wow. is looking at Dak Prescott including Dak Prescott. Like, ooh, like, I just, I'm not thinking about winning games. I'm thinking about just not losing them. And when you got a $40 million quarterback, 40. you're expecting more than that. Hey, wait, wait, real quick. And, and like, I, I've never seen interceptions be so funny. Like, they was having a go good time with that, them picks. Well, but it was the 10s and the tips. It was the... Man, was the, man, I, listen, I ain't never known picks to be that, that funny. This, what, <laughs> happens, what happens when he has one of those type of games you just spoke of? Three interception games and they lose. Mm. Yeah. That next week, he's gonna be gun shy. And, and this is why I don't like the guarantee because he's going mm. to be thinking, oh man, yeah, I told him, you know, yeah. back in training camp, I get. He's going to give him my word. A little, he's gonna be like, you fumbled the ball a couple of times. Oh, Re receiver, I've been I'm, there. I was a punt returner. I never forget. We're playing the Steelers and Chris Gardaki, he was a punter and he had a knuckleball. Never, for, man, I used to be looking at that ball like, don't Which drop it. Don't, don't drop. The ball just moving. Bow, drop it. You'd be like, God. That next punt, Peter, Peter, Peter. Yeah. I ain't even trying to kick. You, <laughs> you're, you're thinking about it yeah. Yeah. because of what just sure. happened. And I don't, you had that three interception game, especially a big game, that following week, he's going to be somewhat gunshot. And it's, it's interesting because Mike McCarthy is calling plays now. He's come out and made we'll that statement about running the ball. We're already running the ball mm. a lot. And there's an expectation that it's going to look different because Kellen Moore is not there. Is it going to be more simplified? Is it going to be more like what they did with Cooper Rush? Are they going to push more into it? But they have Brandon Cooks. you got C.D. Lamb. You have all these weapons. So there's, there's no version of the Cowboys where I see where they aren't still emulating a, a very aggressive offense. So putting Dak in a situation where him putting himself in a situation where he feels like he has to just not make those kind of mistakes, mm. you can do that when you're Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will throw a ball away. He's, he's not going to throw interceptions because he'll see it and he'd rather throw it away than yeah, throw an interception. Sure. And, and, it. and it could be argued sometimes that he needs to press more. Like he's, he's, he's overly concerned right. about right. being inefficient where he should take that chance. This, this is a real, it's a thing for me that he really is talking about it. Mainly because if he was somebody who addressed things in the media mm -hmm. all the time, I might not think that much of it, but he, yeah. he never does. He's, yeah. the, he's the Cowboys quarterback, and he always maneuvers around it. The Cowboys are 6-13, and 13, including playoffs, when Dak throws multiple picks. Come on now. Told you. He had a bad thumb, too. And, and I, 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 I truly think that, like, we're back under play, the bed again. Back under the bed. <laughs> hey, look, they, they, you press, though. Because even when you said that about the punt returns, I'm thinking, like, dang, that's in everything, like, like Nick Foles, right? He didn't make really throw picks, and it, they made a big thing about it. And he'd be in the media, like in the, in the media, saying, "You know, that's that's not my thing. I, I'm not looking to throw picks. I just throw it away." And there was sometimes where, like, you're so conscious of you not throwing picks, where 
It might be a pass to be made. Right. But, ah, nope, I'm throwing away. It's like, because it's on your mind. Same thing with, I remember myself, like, if I might miss a pass protection, yeah. one or two, it's a long game, so you're going to miss some stuff. But I'm like, man, listen, I ain't going on no route. I don't care what the play is. I'm going to make sure I'm getting this block assignment. And you get so tied up on that where, Shady, you're supposed to be in the flat for the pass. Right away. You're not really playing your thing. You're not really playing. That's when you start pressing. It's human nature, too. Human nature. Right? If you... It, whatever it's it is, it's the ad lib. I know. No, because I'm, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm but like, but like, I if you're what you're saying, if you're running and there's a, and there's a, a an obstacle or there's a, like a, a pothole or whatever, and you're thinking, okay, I can't hit that, I can't hit that. It's almost like you you steer toward the Mom. thing that you're trying yeah, not to do, right? You you become so obsessed with it, you end up doing it's it. The self fulfilling like, prophecy. I whip that thing. I don't really. <laughs> I whip that thing. I whip that thing. I ain't doing two hands. No, that's, I learned how to drive like, in Pittsburgh. It's so. like 14-year-old. So you know all about potholes. Potholes central.